I partner with the, these brilliant people that invent these ideas, but they're sitting on these ideas for 10 years. They never sold anybody, the investors, the product manufacturers, the prototype makers of this and that. There's a whole series of things they could have done to launch their product nine years ago, eight years ago, three years ago, last year, but they didn't because they didn't know how to sell. Welcome to The Ziggler Show, where we inspire your true performance. I'm your host, Kevin Miller, and today we have, in all truth, a significant event. Zig Ziggler has influenced over 250 million people worldwide. His two best-selling books are See You at the Top and Secrets of Closing the Sale. That second book on sales, in our interview with Seth Godin, he says he listened to the recording over 70 times. He wore out the old cassette tapes and had to buy new ones. Uh, the point is, though, that he showcased when uh, we interviewed him is with all of Zig's books. It wasn't just about the topic on the front cover. It was also about achieving a great life overall. So in today's show, I talk with two business superstars, and I'm submitting you're going to hear the best sale ever on sales. Zig has always claimed that we are all in sales. You, you can't make any forward progress in life in any area unless you can sell someone on yourself. And in business, you won't get anywhere without selling your skills, your product, your service, or your idea. You'll never get a date or get married without selling your value to another person. You won't succeed as a parent if you can't sell your kids on good choices. And it's all about influence. Mark Tim is a wildly successful businessman with a company that is a top 100 Amazon reseller with over 59,000 products and growing. He's executive VP of Ziegler Corporation and CEO of Ziegler Family. He is partnered with Kevin Harrington, the guy who invented the infomercial and was one of the original four investors on Shark Tank. The guy has a net worth of over $450 million. These guys bring us Zig's message from the foundational book, Secrets of Closing the Sale, and break it down in today's world. Folks, it's an incredible look behind the scenes with these two guys and how they used Zig's teaching to launch them, not only into massive business success, but massive success in their lives overall. And that's really what we talk about, the heart of it. This one is just a must listen. Thanks to this great sponsor for supporting today's show. Now, folks, strap yourself in for a profound story and message on sales and the absolute necessity of caring for, serving, and influencing others for the better from two master students of the Jedi himself, Zig Ziglar. All right. So guys, you have both achieved such a massive level of success in business. I mean, Kevin, you invented the infomercial for, for goodness sake. And we're one of the original investors in Shark Tank. Uh, looking online, anybody can go see this, whether you want to debate it or not. It says worth $450 million. It's pretty heady stuff. And Mark, for you, I mean, your business is one of the top 100 resellers on Amazon, 59,000 products and growing executive vice president of Ziegler amongst so many other ventures. So needless to say you guys could go buy a fleet of islands and retire nicely and, and play badminton <laughs> together or go after any no number of you know projects and ventures and whatever yet here you are partnering together and putting massive effort into advocating and promoting the messages of zig ziglar and specifically on secrets of closing the sale and i really just want to hear your story why and you know kevin i know 
a catalyst for you starting this journey was meeting Julie Ziegler Norman, Zig's oldest kid. And then yeah. it seems like a short amount of time and boom, here we are. What happened? Yeah. So um, thanks for that. I appreciate it. Um, and, the, you know, I think, it, first of all, Zig Ziegler was um, the most amazing sales master in the world. And so he had such an influence in my life that I had never met Julie before. And, and so I just go back, you know, to the, the influence of my life started when I was in high school, when it, you see you at the top came out and gave me a mind shift to, to go much bigger in terms of my, my next business that I built. And that was, um, you know, it was a, you know, a 10 X of, of what my life was at that time in, in college and having 25 employees in college. And then, and then, when in 1984, Secrets of Closing the Sale came out, these were the techniques I used to, to do billions of dollars in sales. So, so when here I am sitting in St. Pete, Florida, you know, a little over a year ago, and Julie Ziegler comes up, and I looked at her, her name tag, and it didn't hit me at first. And then she was saying, you know, how I reminded her of, of her father because when I was speaking, I was just giving great content, not selling and not pitching, just really opening, you know, my heart to the entrepreneurs in the room. And she's like, that was amazing. And I looked at it, I thought, wait a minute, what is there a relationship between you and Zig Ziglar? And said, yes, Zig was my father. And it just, you know, it was just instant. Like I just melted at that particular moment. And so she, you know, we, we hugged each other. And, and from there, I, I just said, you know, so tell me, you know, Zig, I knew it passed away a few years ago, 2012. And, and so she was telling me stories that, oh, well, you know, Zig, he, he was not a social media guy because it, you know, in 2011 and 12, it, it was, you know, I remember back then it wasn't, there, you know, Facebook wasn't what it is today and Twitter, et cetera, social media. And so when he passed away, people wanted to leave a tribute for Zig. Four and a half million people went to Facebook to leave those tributes over that period of time forward. So I was just, you know, blown away. And then I said, I have two boys, one's 29 and one's 20. My oldest boy had heard of Zig, didn't know much about him. And my youngest boy had never heard of him. And this is when the light bulb went off for me, is that, the, the you know, the world that that I was part of because you know I'm an old entrepreneur knew Zig Ziglar we grew up with Zig Ziglar Zig was my mentor he taught you know his sales closing techniques taught me how to sell right and so I said but what about you know I mean even probably from about 30 years under maybe 35 and under there's there's not a lot of recognition and I said I have to bring Zig back and bring him back to all the future um, ages of, of, of entrepreneurial people, but not just entrepreneurs, people that want to sell more. And that's pretty much just about everybody, really. So that was the, the amazing time for me to get involved. And, and then, of course, they introduced me to Mark Tim, uh, who's part of our podcast today. And that's when Mark and I met through the Ziegler family. 
Well, and we're going to get into the the sales for everybody is about everybody there. But, you know, Mark, with you as well, I mean, in your interview that we did together and you talked about through FFA and some things of meeting Zig when you were younger and that's what got you exposed there. But again, even today, where you are and partnering you and Kevin together on this initiative, you could go after a lot of things and be involved in a lot of things. And I don't know, as long as I've worked with you and known you, I don't know what really brought you to that point of saying, I am going to invest in Ziegler Corporation and help keep this legacy alive. You know, I think uh, there's, we're all in on a journey. Okay. Life is a journey. And I remember being a young man, I got to meet Zig for the very first time when I was 19 years old. I heard him speak when I was 15 years old. And that was the first motivational speaker I'd ever heard. So, here I am hearing him speak, and it's like he's just talking to me. He's telling telling me to get a checkup from the neck up, and I can change who I am and where I am by what goes into my mind. And so I was a farm boy from Fillmore, Indiana, and so I said, let's try this out. And I started listening to as much as I could, and he was right. I could do anything if I just changed what was going into my mind. So at that stage of my journey, I took this content, and I started, you know, doing it for business. I became a young entrepreneur. I've, I've had over 12 business ventures and some of which have done very well. I've, I've sold businesses. I sold a business and then eight years later bought it back and then I'm selling it again. And so I used all of this great content for entrepreneurial. But then I found that I wasn't having the same success at home that I was having at work. And I thought to myself, wait a minute, I know how to be successful. I can figure this out. And I started using Zig Ziglar's wisdom at home. And so now I had success in work and I started seeing that same success at home with my kids and my family. And I realized that my family was the most valuable business I'll ever own, operate. And I've shared that with, with the Ziglar show. And so here I sat in, in a spot and I'm going, wait a minute, Mr. Ziglar's wisdom helped me become a very successful entrepreneur. Then Mr. Ziegler's wisdom helped me become a, a, a great dad and, you know, and, and a husband. And so I'm going, okay, time out here. I'm at a stage in life where I've been blessed by this wisdom. I've got to start sharing this wisdom with the world. The only way, and, and that's kind of the journey you go on in life, where first you have to consume the content and accept responsibility that you've been given this content. Then you've got to use the content, and, and that's the journey that I've been on where I listened to it, I applied it in my life, I used it, but I'm now at the stage in life where it's time for me to share it. And, and, and I think that's what Zig Ziglar, you know, did in his life, you know, his, his quote that I know Kevin and I absolutely love, you can have everything in life you want if you'll just help enough other people get what they want. And I feel like I've been living that quote, but now it's time for me to share that. It's time for me to share the wisdom. And the coolest thing of all is that I get connected with my good friend, Kevin Harrington here. And he's at a similar place in life where he looks back and, you know, and we look at our journey and say, wait a minute, we're both at the stage. I'll never forget. And I'm stealing his thunder and, and I'll pass the ball back to you, Kevin. But he looks at me and says, all right, you know, the first 30 years of my life, you know, this is what you know what? I'm just going to stop right there. I'm not <laughs> even going to steal his thunder because he's on this show with us. I'm going to let him bring the thunder. And, you know, and I'm passing it back to you, Kevin, because this is the point at which we meet. 
where I'm ready to share with the world and I meet you and then you shared with me the journey you've been on in the three stages of your life. Why don't you share it with everybody else, Kevin, uh, where you were at and why this was like perfect chemistry. Yeah. So um, absolutely. And thank you for that, Mark. Um, Yeah. So, so like I looked back, you know, I, I just had, not just, but I'm, I'm, I'm 61 years old now. And, um, you know, I, I feel, I feel younger as a, as a, as a young, I still feel like a young entrepreneur because I still have things to do in my life. Right. But, but I say I spent my first 30 years of my life trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And it was, it was in that, in the mid to late twenties that I actually started and discovered the world of infomercials. And so that became my, my life. And so for the next 30 years, um, I, I spent that really building billions of dollars in sales and focused, you know, more, I, I, I hate to say this, but, you know, more on me and building my businesses and traveling the world and, and opening up offices all over in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia and London and Sao Paulo, Brazil and Tokyo. And, you know, probably, I don't know, been into 150 uh, uh, different airports around the world and, you know, 75 countries plus at least. Um, And so, um, you know, because once you get, go down that path of doing what I was doing, it's sort of a path that you just have to keep going on. Right. Um, You know, cause I said, if there's, you know, I, 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 with infomercials, we've got them running in the U S and build a nice business. I said, well, wait a minute, if they work here, well, they work in England, in Germany, in Holland, in Sweden, France. Well, I got to go to all these countries. Right. So that took years of my life to do this. And so now here I am, um, obviously had a little run on the shark tank show and had a chance now to reflect a little bit about the first 60 years of my life. And I said, I now am, I'm, you know, I'm rounding second, you know, on my way to third, maybe, or, you know, I don't think I'm rounding third on the way to home yet, but um, you know, I, I believe that I've got at least another 30 good years left. And my father was 93 before he passed away. So, you know, if I, if I get by that, that ticket right now, it'd be any, you name the price and I'm in. Okay. So, um, you know, uh, but in this next 30 years, I'm not focused on me. I'm focused on other people. And so I'm focused on help. Like Zig, like Zig said, if, if, if you help enough other people get what they want, you end up getting what you want. Well, I've already gotten what I want, but I now want to help other people. So it's, you know, it's, it's this next phase that, that I'm really excited about because, you know, as we are going down this path and I'm, and I'm now entering the, the, as I call them, St. Zig's world. Okay. The people that I'm meeting and the, the dedication that they had to the Zig way of life, it's, it's, it's very different from what I'll call a pretty rough and tumble as seen on TV business where people would steal from you and copy you and knock you off. And I mean, just really terrible things. And so I've, I've been, been there for 30 some years. I, you know, and, and I just want as little of that as possible to deal with anymore because I just, I, I want to be 
spend my time with people that I enjoy and helping other people that I can. So, so this is my, my goal from here is, you know, to empower and, 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 and just be open to helping as many people as possible. And I think it's, it's going to be a great mission for me. And I think this is what Zig did most of his life. And so I'm proud to say that, you know, I've got a big block of my life left to be able to do that too. Well, so what's interesting to me with you guys is in looking at Ziegler and how he has impacted your lives. And as we all know, anybody listening to Ziegler, he was about personal success. And, and at the heart of it, it's success at home, as you talk about, Mark, and success in all the areas of life, like the seven spokes that we talk about in the Ziegler Wheel of Life, not just uh, business success. But even as you look at that, it's interesting to me that what you landed on together is sales. And you mentioned just a second ago, Kevin, it's you want to focus on other people. And we know, and this is what you you guys speak to in the Secrets of Closing the Sale Masterclass, that people don't initially think of sales as focusing on other people. They think about it as focusing on themselves. So let's right. start at that high level with the statement right. of everything is selling, which we know is a favorite topic of Zig's. It is of you yeah. guys. And, uh, you know, so let's break that down a little bit. When we look at sales and really dig into secrets of closing the sale, it's about influence and we don't have the ability to influence others. We can't serve a soul. And, uh, you guys are taking that and really making that the focus. So again, let's, let's look at a high level. When we look at the culture, look what's happening with business, within business and with sales, where are, and I'll just ask you guys both to just candidly hit it. Where do you feel like we are most missing out? Okay. You guys are looking at the culture as guys who have rocked it with sales for your businesses and your lives. Where are we as a culture? Primarily we're missing it. We're missing the heart of sales. Yeah. Mark, I'm going to let you start on that one. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. So I first want to say this, that, you know, think about the fact that we had 50 years of content to go through and we could decide to start anywhere with Zig. I mean, the, the, the amount of content is just massive, 31 books and 36 languages and thousands of hours. And so why do we start with sales? Mm-hmm. Why would we start with sales? Well, the fact is, is that at his core, Zig Ziglar was a master salesman. Every time he got up on stage, he was selling. He was selling us to be more, selling us to do more, selling us to want more, selling us to have more and to believe that we could do all of that. And the truth is, is that nothing happens without sales. And I think the main reason, you know, that, you know, and and I'm going to let Kevin talk about his own life because, you know, his life is like the protege of Zig Ziglar, the living, breathing today protege of Zig Ziglar as, as he looks at his life. And so when we said we're starting with secrets of closing the sale, because we're going to lean into something that the society and our culture is leaning away from. If you ask people, are they in sales? They're quick to raise their hands and say, oh, I'm not in sales. Oh, I'm not in sales. I I don't sell anything. Somehow, since Zig Ziglar stopped getting up on stage, he made sales super cool. Like he connected himself. He compared himself to Christopher Columbus and George Washington and all of these historic heroes. They were some of the best salespeople ever. So Zig Ziglar made selling cool because he knew no product, no passion, no purpose could ever meet the world unless it was sold. 
And so that's why we started with sales, because people have started raising their hands and saying sales is a bad thing. But we basically said, no, sales is not only not a bad thing. Sales is everything. Nothing happens unless something is sold. No idea gets to the world unless it's sold. Nothing takes place unless it's sold. So it's not only not a bad thing. But it is everything. And you if you want to make a difference in the world, you better learn to sell. If you want to grow a business, you better learn to sell. If you want to get your kids to eat green vegetables, you better learn to sell. If you want kids to go to bed on time, you better learn to sell. And so, you know, so I'll never forget watching video one with my wife, who is a stay at home mom. And she looked at me at the end and said, oh, my gosh, I'm in sales. I sell every single day. Sales is everything. And so with that, I'm going to throw the ball back to Kevin and just let him unpack his life and how he feels about this idea of sales is everything and why there was only one choice in terms of where to start with Zig Ziglar. And it was selling. Yeah, because Julie and I met and we got talking and I met Tom and talked to, you know, um, (laughs) and Mark, we were saying, okay, Zig has all these assets, but I said, no, I said, there's, it was very simple for me, Mark. Cause I remember I said, you know, I, I, am I, I was a door to door salesman. I, you know, then I was in heating and air conditioning sales. Then I was selling products on TV. I, I am not a typical CEO type of person. I'm not skilled at finance and, and, and spreadsheets and excels and, and, you know, management of, 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 of a force and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. In fact, every company I ever built, I ended up turning over a lot of the executive functions to other people. At the core, I am a salesman and a good salesman, right? So, um, because I've learned how to sell from Zig, right? But the, so, I mean, I think the, the, the one thing in my industry that is, and I, I'll go all the way back. I met this gentleman, Arnold Morris, way back in the early days. And Arnold was slicing through a Coca-Cola can and a muffler and a pair of sneakers with a Ginsu knife. And I'm watching him. And, and when I got talking to him, it was Arnold, he was, he was selling thousands of dollars worth of knife sets, but he, he, he seemed like he was in a little bit of pain because he said, oh my God, I, I do this all day here at the Philadelphia Home Show. Then I, I go right to the Iowa State Fair I'll be doing this 40 weeks this year. And, and, you know, I've been doing this for dozens of years and I'm like, he's making a lot of money, but he's away from his family. He's away from his wife. He's, you know, it's, it's a tedious job doing the same thing over and over and over. And so insulin, my mind is going into, you know, how can I help Arnold solve his problem? of having to do all this traveling. And then I remember Discovery Channel having this big block of time available. I'm like, what if we put Arnold up on Discovery Channel and created what became the infomercial? And so, you know, it was it was feeling his pain, solving his problem that helped me then become the salesman to sell him on doing business with me and then to sell all, he said, Kevin, you're sending me millions and millions of dollars. Thank you. And then, and, 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 and by the way, this is where my accountant is, is saying to me, Kevin, you're sending him millions and millions of dollars. Why? And I'm like, why? Because he's my partner. 
And, you know, but this is an expense that we don't need. I'm like, you know, there's my accountant, right? And he's like, why do you have to keep sending Arnold all this money? Because it's, it's, it's his product, it's his face, it's his likeness. That's the deal. That's the con. I said, it, I, I said, even if you don't understand any of that, understand that, you know, it's an investment in Arnold to bring us more deals because he's going to keep solving more problems for all of his friends. Then he brought us Billy Mays, Sandy Mason, Wally Nash. We solved all their problems. Okay. So, I mean, meaning they didn't have to go on the road anymore. Mm -hmm. Sandy Mason had a hand blender mixer and we probably paid her six, seven million dollars. Okay. And this woman, unfortunately, she didn't manage it properly because she ended up going through it, but she virtually didn't work another day of her, of her life. And so, I mean, it's, you know, it, it was amazing to see how we were able to change people's lives, but this is why I was different than many of the other people in my business, because while I continued to pay Arnold month after month, year after year, as long as we ran that show forever and ever and ever. And the same thing with Billy Mays. Others would say, you know what? Hey, we've already got the show. It's shot. It's done. Let them come sue me. I'm not going to give them any more money. Or they changed the numbers around. It didn't give them true accounting. So, I mean, this is why these people and the industry kept bringing me projects year after year after year because I, I had their best interest at heart. And I never, ever looked at the money that I sent them as an expense. I, I looked at it as this relationship that we had created, and it was a, a true partnership. And, and this is why the, the, they, all of the pitchmen in this world came to me in these early days. And there was other people trying to get them. And, and this is why I ended up doing billions and other people were falling to the wayside because I had the Zig Ziglar mentality of helping people solve problems, not just trying to sell them something that was a short-term situation. Friends, a quick pause. You can go get what you need for your successful life. Go to ZigSecrets.com now and get more of what you're hearing in this show. And thanks to these sponsors for bringing us today's show. Okay, well, so a terminology that comes to mind that we don't need to dig into this part of it, folks. That's why you need to go to the Secrets of Closing the Sale Masterclass at ZigSecrets.com where it really gets into this. But we're talking about a significant differentiation in sales from, I'm going to say, from narcissism to altruism. I mean, that is really so much of the heart in it. But as we come back, and I'm going to follow a little bit your, you know, the kind of the template that you do in the Masterclass, and you start off right at the beginning Almost in taking sales as a personal and life development tool, because the first part of it to do it well, to do it on this altruistic and successful side, long term, it starts with, as you said in the sh- in the uh, video, it starts with self, and you literally brought out the stinking thinking uh, and looking at self image 
and confidence. Again, not where we tend to go with culturally when, when we think of sales, of saying, okay, first, you've got to get yourself grounded and have confidence in yourself. One, and I'm going to give this to you guys. And if you want to tag team on the two pieces, you, you can, you, you decide. But one is having confidence in yourself. Two is having true, authentic confidence in the product, service, or idea that you are selling. I mean, this is the heart of integrity. So flesh that out a little bit on the self-confidence and the product service idea confidence. Well, I'll, I'll take the self-confidence and uh, Kevin, you take the product service uh, side of the equation. And so, you know, I think, uh, you know, I want to build a little bit on what Kevin said on the self-confidence side, because obviously you do have to lean into it and not lean away from sales. You know, there's, there's no, there, it, it's not a secret. If you kept secrets of closing the sale, there's over a hundred closes. Okay. Where does that self-confidence come from guys? Okay. If you're listening to this, it comes from learning some of the secrets of the masters. You don't walk in to make a sale and not have prepared, you know, Kevin and I met a young man who literally didn't have a job but he wanted to be successful in his life. And he's like, what do I do? Like, I don't have a job. I, I, I want to be super successful, but I don't have a job. And what am I going to do? And somebody gives him secrets of closing the sale. So he gets a three by five stack of a hundred three by five note cards. And he writes down all 100 closes from secrets of closing the sale. And what he does is he memorizes 10 closes every week. So every week he memorizes 10 closes. So guess what happens? He gets a job. Within weeks, he's crushing it. He is doing so incredibly well. He gets recognized by his boss. He gets promoted. He gets bigger territories. And he blows up his career. Now he's one of the most successful online digital marketers in the entire business. He did a webinar that did $10 million, and he used all those closing techniques in doing it. So, yes, it starts with personal confidence, but here's the deal. You don't just have it because you looked in the mirror and said, I'm ready today. You have it because you said, wait a minute, there's some stuff. There's some secrets people know. There's some things people know that if I learn, if I invest in me, if I, if I learn the secrets of Zig Ziglar, if I learn you know, the, the secrets of Kevin Harrington, and, and, and even if I go so far as to write them down on a three-by-five card, when my tick is punched and I get the opportunity to step up to the plate, I'm ready. And so versus somebody who steps up to the plate and they know one close, maybe, maybe two closes, and then boom, they get their first rejection and they're out. They get told no and they're done versus the guy that, you know, is like, you know, my favorite line of Kevin is when he was door to door selling and he got a no, he would he would have to fight back the smile because he knew that he was halfway home to a yes, because a no meant, oh, you're a decision maker. You actually can make a decision. Oh, I can. Hmm. you're a buyer. And so, you know, so that was a secret that I learned from Kevin of if you get a quick no, you've got a live one on the hook. you got to <laughs> land it. And so, you know, so those are the kinds of things that when you know those, you have confidence going into life and business and and selling your product or your idea or concept. So I'm tossing this Great. back to Kevin. You okay. go on the product services anywhere you want to go, buddy. Yeah, so so look, I mean, you, you talk about integrity and, and you know, um, having uh, 
faith in your products and all that. And I think this is, it's such, this is so powerful today. And, and, I, and I'm going to go back a, a few years to, to tell you how I learned it, but why it is it's so important, why Zig's, why Zig's mentality here um, is shining. It's like shining a light on, 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 on what he said to have integrity, because in, in the early days when we got involved with selling products, we, we, I was selling 30 minute shows, 30 minute infomercials that had really high quality products. If you look at the products we sold from the food saver to the Jacqueline juicer to Tony Little's gazelle to the, you know, these were well-made pieces of merchandise that on a, on a, on a, um, across the board, George Foreman, you name it, these things, we, we had high quality products that sold well on TV and went into retail stores. Okay. And, and many of our competitors would sell literally some, you know, a crap in, in, in all honesty. Okay. And they would cut corners because if they could save 50 cents, they'd make in their mind more profit. But the reality was this, think about t- in today's system of, of evaluating products. So mm-hmm. QVC they're, they they have a, a five star system that when their customers get the products they're going to rank them one through five and so many people today you have to be authentic if you're selling on the internet you have to have integrity if you're selling into a, a place where they're going to have stars because otherwise you're going to be getting one star two star so um, you know it's so important for me as a marketer and the credibility of what we do, that we sell products that are good, that get recognized as great products, high quality products that do what they say and stand up over time with the vendors and that, that we're dealing with. Because if you're selling to the retailer, they want to make sure that you've got a good product also. And so, so QVC is just, it's a, it's a great place. It's, a, it's sort of a good thing for me to talk about here so people can understand We've been doing this for 30 years, and it's only here in the, about the last five or six years that the QVCs of the world were even using the star system to really monitor what would come on and off the air. Because when you go a little bit below three stars, you're done. They yank you. You're not even, they won't even put your product on the air if you don't have, if you don't meet their standards. So I think this is where Zig's mind was, obviously was, you know, you, in selling, you got to be thinking about the other person, but you got to sell with integrity. You got to have quality, et cetera. So, so I believe this is very, very much, it, you have to be thinking this way. And thank God I've been doing it for 30 plus years because of Zig's influence. Okay. So on that, and you guys are both talking and using the words over and over again, integrity and authenticity and, you know, in the video series, The Secrets of Closing the Sale Masterclass, uh, you come next into talking about the to sell is to serve. You play a clip from Zig where he talks about that and you expound on it, Kevin. And again, that common perspective that we generally as a culture in our society have is when we think of sales, it's 
To sell is to convince someone to buy what I'm selling. And you guys are turning it around. And you know, in the health and wellness arena where I'm involved and we have some intimate things, big ticket items that people are taking on for themselves, it really helped force me to coming back to, they also need to convince me that they truly need it. And I, I love the perspective of having walk away power with anything that I'm selling. But again, that is a different paradigm that you guys have both experienced and yet do you feel like it is it's still a big shift for people to take with the term of sales uh mark you're smiling there yeah. tell me about it yeah so so this is the beauty of what we're doing with the secrets closing the sale Masterclass, and and kevin and i've had this conversation so many times and that is right now so many people are so starstruck by the shiny object they're like all I got to do is have a million Facebook followers and I can sell a million dollars of the product, or maybe it's Twitter, or maybe it's Instagram, or maybe it's YouTube, or tomorrow it's Snapchat. And it's like, all I have to, oh, I got to have a webinar. I just have to have a webinar. And next thing you know, they invest in, in a, a Facebook page and they invest, they buy cold traffic and they get 500 people to sign up for a webinar. I'm literally talking to a guy yesterday that had 5,000 people sign up for a webinar and he sold 70 units. And he was like crushed. He, he was like, I'm done. I'm, I'm out. I, I thought all I needed was a webinar and I just needed people to show up. And I, I just looked at him and I said, look, dude, I said, I'm going to tell you, the only thing that kept you from selling 500 versus 50 was you didn't solve anybody's problem. You didn't serve the community that was there. And this is the beauty of what we're doing in the Secrets Closing the Sale Masterclass. We went back. There are secrets. There are secrets to huge success in sales. And unfortunately, so many people today are caught by the shiny object and they think the secret is just a page or traffic or some new tool. That's not the secret. That's a vehicle to carry the secret to your community. But if you forget the actual secret, which is solving their problem, which is helping them first. And the question then becomes, you know, how many do you help? And if on that webinar, that guy had helped a thousand people solve their greatest problem or need, he would have made a thousand sales. But instead he had a shiny webinar and he thought, all I need is people there and the sales will take care of themselves and they don't. And so we're not teaching people how to do webinars. We're not teaching people how to buy cold traffic on Facebook. We're teaching people how to actually close a sale. And, you know, and that's the difference. And you close the sale not with aggressive guerrilla marketing tactics. You close the sale in a way that makes them win and you win. And you do that through service. And, and I got to tell you that the difference between, Zig would say, the difference between a salesman that makes a few bucks and the salesman who is six figures back in his time would be like seven figures today is the ability to close the sale. Anyone can say they're a salesman, but if you don't close the sale, you haven't sold anything. And I'm going to throw this back to Kevin because I don't think I've met anybody in my life that is a better closer you know, that's now that Zig is, is passed away, we could say this, right? Because you're the protege to Zig Ziglar. So, you know, but but Kevin is a master closer. So I'm throwing this back to him. Maybe you could talk to us about 
how have, I mean, you've closed sheets, you've closed presidents of networks. How do you close? And yet they feel like they're being served by you. You know, it, it, I'll, I'll tell two quick stories, but you know, when I was 15 years old selling driveway ceiling, I knock on the door and I say, you know, I'm, you know, do you want driveway ceiling? You know, it's, it's that time of year. You need to think about it. Oh, okay. Thanks. Goodbye. And 20 homes in a row would, you know, pretty much say, you know, get out of here. Okay. And, but when I, when I actually would then solve their problem, I'd say, Hey, I'm Kevin Harrington. I'm dry Harrington driveway ceiling. Can, you got a minute. Let me show you some issues you got out in your driveway. See these cracks here. Now, guess what? When the water gets in there and it freezes and, you know, when the, when the weather gets cold in a few months, it's going to triple the size of that crack. So you're going to have a major problem come spring. So let me solve your problem. I'm going to put some filler in there for you and then beautify the whole driveway. Now I'm solving a problem. And I went back to those same 20 houses and and literally got about 18 of them, I think. So, um, you know, bottom line is, is that, that you know, th- that's when I started learning about solving problems. But, you know, you mentioned uh, the, the Sheikh, the Sheikh and uh, Salah Camel over in Saudi Arabia. You know, when, when I, you know, he had a lot of unsold airtime. They went dark at midnight. So when I solved his problem of filling that downtime for him at not only no cost, but giving him equity in the company and a percentage of all the sales. It, you know, and I also, there was one other thing, and I don't know if I ever mentioned this in any of our discussions, Mark, but as I was talking to the, to the, to the Sheikh, he, he, he mentioned to me that his son was kind of struggling. And so, you know, if there was a way that we could get his son involved in this business. So I actually then took that and ran with it that I wanted his son to be the head of this business in Saudi Arabia. So, you know, and that I would help mentor his son because his son wasn't real aggressive. You know, think about, you know, growing up inside a $40 million gold palace in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia. There's not a lot of motivation to want to go out and do anything, right? But I said, I can, you know, work with your son to help him want to be motivated to build this business and have some success with us. So, so there was a lot of things going on in, in the whole shake thing. I, I, I had a fear of loss sale by, you know, your competitor may want to do this. I had a problem solving sale that I'm going to fill your downtime and, and give you some equity and I'm putting his son to work you know, kind of a sale that, you know, we're, you know, solving another problem inside the family situation. So, you know, and and again, this gets back to to Zig Ziglar. Why do you need more than a couple closes, Mark and Kevin? You know, you know, you, you can't just, it isn't one or two or three. The average sale, I think, takes five or six. I think it's the sixth close, right? So, and the gentleman you mentioned that wrote all these closes down on three by five cards, you know, it, it, there's there's not only the Abraham Lincoln close, there's the Ben Franklin close, right? So, you know, it, I, I know, I don't know quite probably a hundred, but I certainly know dozens and dozens and dozens. And you got to pull these out as you're dealing on a day-to-day basis. And, and not only... Um, was it for TV? But now we use them in the world of digital. And this is really what brings us kind of, I say, bringing Zig 
back to the future is the fact that his closes are timeless and still work to this day for the new digital advertising people that are out there. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to hit on that because um, you're bringing up another issue when you talk about the different closes and the relevance of those. And yet I know that we have folks who are hearing this message who still have that uh, little little bad guy on their shoulder with sales who hear that as and we you speak to this in the class to manipulation and it's not that. So talk uh, you guys about. One, we need to be the person selling a product or service, an idea ourselves and authentically being open that what we have may not be what the other person needs. One, the second part of that though is knowing, and you mentioned this in the story, uh, actually uh, Mark, it was you talking about Kevin where when he got that, no, he smiled because he knew, Hey, I got a decision maker. So we're halfway there that that's great as well. But that, that most people. Well, I'll pose this to you. I, I, I find that most people, it's very difficult. They're scared of making that decision. They're scared of saying yes. And, and they may be scared of saying no, that when you find that that product or service and idea actually is a good fit for them, it is something that would serve their desire or their need. Then it is our job, our moral obligation. That's my favorite quote from Zig, that if we have a product or service that we know can help somebody, it's our moral obligation to sell them. So then we must need, we must have those skills to help them get over those real or perceived obstacles. So again, on the quote, you can have everything in life you want. If you'll just help enough other people get what they want, then we have two purposes. One, does the person need it? Truly too, if they do now, it is my job to help them get that thing that they want, which brings us back to the closes. So it's not manipulation. It is again, service. And that's what you guys are teaching. And, and I mean, this is a lost art in the culture, which is why you're here today. Uh, but, yeah. but on that, you know, hit on that Mark. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it is a lost art and there are, you know, secrets to doing this. That's the whole reason we brought this course mm-hmm. back and you're exactly right. You know, selling, if selling is everything, but selling is also serving. And so by spending the time, by investing the time in the person that you are selling, you know, one of my favorite closes that Zig does is it's the close of get on the same side as your buyer. You can't understand where they're coming from or what their need is unless you're on their side of the table. If they're on one side of the table and you're on the other side of the table, you've got a table in between you. And so if you'll just say, you know, time out, I'm coming over to your side of the table. I want to understand what it's like to be you. I want to understand where you're coming from financially, where you're coming from, you know, economically. I want to understand where your needs are. Now, all of a sudden, I actually can help serve you because I'm on your side. And it may be that I have to look at all the options you're looking at and give an honest evaluation of all of them. And I may even find that there's a product out there that is as good as mine, but they'll turn around and buy from you because of your honesty, because you've now been transparent about everything. They can tell that you're in it for them. There's been many times, and this is one of my, this is actually one of my favorite um, stories of Zig Ziglar. When he went to buy, he started having a little success and he decided, I'm going to go out. This this little you know uh, you know little boy from Yazoo City is now hit the big times. And what he's going to do is he's going to go out and buy himself a Cadillac. Okay. Now those Zig fans that are out there know this story, but those that aren't, I'm going to tell it to you. 
And he goes and he shops around. He's looking at different ones and different colors and everything. But when it came time to buy, there was only one place he was going to buy that Cadillac from. And he walked into a dealership and shook hands with a man he had never met and said, I'm here to buy a brand new Cadillac. And then was a little caught off guard and peeled back because Zig already knew what color he wanted. He knew what, um, you know, what model he wanted. And he, the, the guy really didn't have to sell Zig on anything he was ready to buy. And so the guy's scratching his head because he's been selling for 25 years and rarely has he had someone come in and just be ready to buy right off the bat. <laughs> and so he had to ask, you know, Mr. Ziegler, um, I'm a little confused here. Like you're, you're buying and I haven't even sold you yet. And Zig looked at him and smiled and said, Mr. You sold me this Cadillac 20 years ago when you decided to be a salesman of integrity, a salesman of honesty, and your reputation is now out in my circles. And when I started asking my friends and said, I wanted to buy a Cadillac, they said, there's only one man that you'll buy that Cadillac from. And he's a guy that will treat you fairly and honestly and give you a fair price and he will take care of you. So I shopped other places, but I only came to one place to buy. And that's from you. You started selling me this vehicle 20 years ago, even though we just met 20 minutes ago. Yeah. And that is the kind of salesman that we're teaching people to be. That's the kind of salesman that we our course is based on. And it's not a quick sale. It's not a I win, you lose. It's we both win. And it's the long view of selling. And that's why I love the content. That's why I love the course that we've created, because it really is the purest form of sales. And it's the only sales that you can build an entire career on or an entire legacy on. Everything else is just quick fix. This you can build your legacy on this kind of sales. Kevin? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I love that. I love that story. And, um, you know, I think that in my world, I get people that will, you know, I, I, I don't I don't try to to hard close. Um, if, if, if I'm talking to an inventor and, you know, it's funny because I'll talk to an inventor and, and, I, and I'll offer them and say, look, I'll put up all the money. I'll, I'll finance it. I'll, I'll do the tooling, the graphics, the engineering, the manufacturing, the inventory, everything. And I'll pay you a nice, healthy 5% royalty. And, and then they'll think, Oh, well, wait a minute you get 95% of the profits and I only get 5%, but it's like, no, that's not a profit. You know, that's of the gross. Okay. I'm going to give them a 5% gross royalty. And then those, Oh, well, okay. Um, well, I'll think about it. Get back in. I, I don't, I, I let them go. And then I'll hear back from them sometimes six months later, a year later, they've gone to five, six other of my competitors that offered them 2%, 3%, 1%, no percent, you know, on TV sales, right? And so, you know, at the end of the day, it's, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm in business for the long run. Um, you know, if I, if I offer Tony Little a, a deal, you know, I, I actually, this, this is a funny story because Tony and I, at one time he's like, Kevin, thank you for giving me that 5% deal you know, maybe we could be 50-50 partners sometime. And I said, Tony, I'm happy to do 
any deal that you think is fair. You want to be 50-50 partners? I'm 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 ready to do it. Let's let's do a 50-50 deal. And and so now remember at 50-50, we both put up 50% of the of the cash required to do that deal. So we're into month six. And Tony's writing a check every week for the media and the inventory and this and that. And he comes back and he says, hey, Kevin, is that 5% deal still available? Okay. <laughs> and I convert back to that. He says, I understand now 5% is a fair deal. Okay. So, you know, it's in this again, it's sort of putting yourself, as you said, Mark, on that, you know, the buy sell on both sides of the table. And I'm going to one more story about that. And by the way, I, I let Tony convert back to the royalty structure that he wanted. So um, Shark Tank, okay? People go to Shark Tank and what are they there to do? Sell themselves to the shark for investing in their idea, their business, right? It's They're trying to make a sale. Now, there's one piece of advice that I give people and just, I forget whose podcast I did this morning but they're like, how do you get a deal on Shark Tank? And I said, I have one piece of advice. And this is Zig Ziglar's advice. Put yourself in the shoes of the shark before you make the pitch and understand what it's going to take to get the shark to want to make that investment. Now, if I heard this out of your mouth and I'm the shark that, Okay, I need $100,000 for 10% of my company, Mr. Shark. And because I know that you want to get your money back fast, I'm willing to give you 100% of my profits until you get all your money back because I'm thinking about you, the investor. And then after you got your money back, you still own 10% of the company forever and you're going to get returns every single quarter for the rest of your life. Now you've you've kind of caught me off guard because you're putting yourself in my shoes. What do I want to make this deal? That is how you sell a shark on investing in your company. This is how Zig Ziglar would approach it. it it's taking the buy sell, the buyer and the seller's understanding of both sides. So um, without a doubt, I mean, you know, and again, we what we said was Zig goes back. 40, 50 years ago with closes. And he's talking about a Cadillac. And by the way, I, when I was in, in uh, college, I bought myself a Cadillac and I'm driving around in college. You're like, Oh, he's got his daddy's car. Right. It's like, <laughs> I, I earned this. Okay. So, um, but it, you know, it was, it was, and this is back in the seventies. It was a, a, a nice big old coupe de ville I had, which was kind of crazy. But anyway, I love, I, I, I had to reward myself. For, you know, having, you know, million dollar business, which today would be like a, you know, $5 million business in college. So, um, but it's, you know, we're, we're going all the way to the future here, Kevin, is, 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 you know, pitching on Shark Tank. This is something that people are doing every single day right now. So that's what Zig Ziglar's techniques, this isn't about, oh, that they applied in the old days. They apply to your daily life right now. Anything you're doing, whether you, you know, no matter who you are and what you do, even digital marketers, and and I know Mark, we had one the other day, Jason Fladline, that said, I use Zig's techniques in my digital marketing um, ads every single day that I write an ad. So our our program, the Secrets of Master Secrets, the Secrets of, of Selling, the Master Class that we're doing 
here is so powerful, but it is today's needs also, not just from years ago. Okay, guys, I on on uh, it just kind of hit me, and I'm going to put in um, a topic here, a question that I did not have planned. We don't have to spend too much time on it, but in the in growing, I grew up on sales. Speaking of this, I got to point out, you guys keep talking about the Cadillac thing, and uh, the the dealership that Zig bought from was Sewell Cadillac in Dallas, Texas. Twenty years ago, I cut some of my marketing teeth on reading a book that came from that dealership called Customers for Life. Uh, awesome book. And it's one of those anchors in my own sales repertoire. Uh, but in this, you know, in growing up in sales, I can thank my, my dad, Dan Miller for, I feel like Jason Bourne somewhat out there in the marketplace that, you know, what's going on and you see that. And I see the testimony from that with you guys that you understand the mechanism and spirit of sales, but that helps you to understand of the marketplace. And in the video series, Kevin, you actually talk, you speak this, and I think you mentioned it today, Mark, as well in this show, nothing ever gets done anywhere until somebody sells something. And I, I did a little paradigm shift there. I thought we are all products of sales. So be that person that says, now nah, I don't have anything to do with sales. We, you're a product of it. You're living it and you're responding to everybody else's sales efforts. So to not know almost feels negligent. And it brings me back to you, Mark, talking about family. If you want to get your kid to eat green beans or go to bed and stay in bed, uh, which is a high priority in my life, at least I got to know sales. And so I want you guys to speak to that, not only on the aspect of, okay, you guys are both sitting where you are in places of successes because you learned how to sell something, but also because you understand the mechanisms of the marketplace that run on sales and how that gives you this, yeah, again, I'll use the Jason Bourne vision of knowing what's going on and the leg up that that gives you in life overall. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll give a quick answer and then I'll throw it back to you, Kevin. And so um, first off, I want to even start by just piggybacking on where we ended before, you know, Kevin talks about reputational selling. Mm -hmm. I think as I've traveled around the country as a business partner now of Kevin, one of the coolest things of all, and what, what, what I think about is that we just got a, a text message came through while we're even recording this by somebody that Kevin did business with years ago. And, and that was such a positive exchange that they want to work with him today. And I see that over and over and over again. And there's just no amount of value that, you know, that you can, you know, put on that. And so as we look at even life success, it transcends, it transcended into my family. And I think one of the biggest things that I want to say is that, yes, we're talking about sales. And yes, if you are a small business owner, this will help you. If you're an entrepreneur, this will help you. If you're in sales, professional sales, this will help you. But I also want to say something else. We're finding that there is this massive you know, community of people that I would classify as inside of them is a purpose or passion that the world needs. Mm -hmm. Now, that could be a mom who has a purpose and passion to raise not good kids, but to raise amazing young adults. And she needs to learn how to sell that purpose and passion to her family, to her husband, to her kids, so that that can become a reality. Or you've got the next you know, solution for clean water for, you know, third world countries, or you've got uh, a mission to make a difference in your community or your school, and you've got this passion and this purpose inside of you, but it's going to live and die with you. You're going to go to your grave and that purpose and passion is going with you unless one thing happens. You learn how to sell somebody else 
on that purpose or passion. And so what we're finding is, is that, yes, we can help a lot of people transactionally in selling, but we're helping just as many people who have a purpose and a passion that the world needs. Maybe it's their world at their home. Maybe it's their world at their school, their community, their state or their nation, or maybe it's other worlds. But the only way that gets out of them is if they learn how to sell it. And so that's why this is so impactful in life as well. Yeah. And, and, uh, another thought on that. And, and, um, you know, um, I think as I build businesses and, um, help people build businesses now too, I sit on boards. Um, one of the, one of the big things we talk about is building a, a dream team. And, um, you know, in every company that I've been involved with that's been successful, we've created a, an unbelievable group of, of people with camaraderie, with, you know, mutual respect, amazing talent, and the ability to make things happen in a big way and, and, and connectors, right? And so, I mean, even Mark in, in, in our Zig Ziglar business here, the Secrets of Closing the Sale Masterclass, We've assembled a dream team of folks here. And Kevin, you're part of that dream team. And, and my son's part of that dream team. And we have a thousand affiliates, some of the best of the best of the best that are part of that dream team. And, and how do you get a good dream team? You have to sell them on becoming part of your, your dream team, right? They got, we all have other things to do, other places to go, other projects to spend our time on. But it, it takes, you know, this is, it, it's so, it, you don't even, necessarily think of oh closing the sale is closing somebody on being part of your dream team but that's absolutely what it's all about right and so you know it's you know whether you're selling a product whether you're selling a service whether it's a a a wife selling her husband or selling the kids on something or an entrepreneur starting from scratch with no money selling an investor to invest and a dream team to join the team and supercharge that business this, I mean, this is how Mark Zuckerberg built Facebook. Okay, so um, you know it. You know he needed billions of dollars, but he he could never show any profit. So think about this pitch. I want you to invest billions, and there's going to be no sales or profits for many, many, many years. Okay, and hopefully down the line we'll have enough people coming to us that are 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 there will be able to sell some advertising eventually. Right. I mean, there was the one of the greatest salesmen in the world. But, you know, here again, he was solving problems also at, at the time. So, I mean, I think that it's there's so much you can learn from all of the techniques and all of the, the, the videos that we've put out. And and again, Mark, as, as we've done, just like Zig would have wanted every video that we've put out so far, how many videos have gone out so far? So today is the third. So we, we've got the third video is now out. And I'll, I want to mention that this video series that we have at zigsecrets.com is free. So yeah, you know, we're, not, we're not charging for it. We're, we're giving it away. Time. Yeah, that was my that was my whole point is that we're putting it out to help people get better. And one of my friends that I hadn't seen haven't seen in 20 years from Philadelphia called me and said, I watched the 40 minute video, Kevin. And he said, it's amazing. I'm, I, I, it, it's really turned me around. He says, I was in a little bit of a funk and, you know, and I'm like, Hey, stay tuned. There's a lot more coming 
before it's all over. So, so yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing what we put together and I'm proud to be part of it. And I want to, you know, thank Kevin today for helping bring this message now to more and more people as this is what our goal is now over this next week and, um, and to really get out there and, and just expose this opportunity to more folks because we're about helping you, helping those that are listening to this change their lives in a positive way, learn some powerful stuff. And it's all free at this point. And it's pretty amazing. Well, I got one piece I want to land on and uh, you guys just talked about it. You know how tragic it is when that purpose or that passion, Kevin or Mark, you were talking about it dies within you. And we all know the Oliver Wendell Holmes quote, when uh, many people die with their music still in them. So to, this is a statement you made in the first video, Kevin, you said, none of us will make any money unless somebody sells something. We have so many people that are out there that don't view themselves in sales, as you've talked about, they may be on the creation side or the production side or the management side, and they can viably sit there and say, Hey, you know what? If I didn't exist, there wouldn't be anything to sell. And so it's not a clambering argument for who has more value. However, I share your guys' perspective on that, almost the burden of seeing a great product, a great message, a great idea die within somebody for the lack of, well, we could say for a lack of a good book cover. People do judge a book by its cover. And in this scenario, is sales the most important thing? I don't know, but we've seen so many things die out there. If we have 10 viable race cars that are all similar, uh, we're going to say, you know what? Without good tires, it doesn't matter. A moped will beat that Ferrari if that Ferrari has flat tires. And, and I know we see sales here. And I know you guys have experienced, well, I'll just ask you, in your, with your own products or or uh, ideas or services or some that you've been involved with where you have seen and felt the heartbreak of, oh my gosh, that would have served so many people. It didn't though, because it wasn't sold well. It wasn't marketed well. And I see your guys' passion for helping people do that because you do not want their music to die within them. So one of the biggest challenges that that I've seen, Kevin, I deal with a lot of inventors and have over the years. And the biggest challenge, people come to me and they say, you know, I, I got to show you my idea. And how long have you had this? Oh, 10 years. I said, why have you been sitting on this for 10 years? Oh, I didn't have the money. I'm like, money isn't the only situation. You need, you, you should have acted upon your idea to go sell people to help you take your idea to the market. The idea is the brilliant thing. That's the toughest part. I've never invented I've, in, in 34 years in this business. I've only invented one item. I said, I don't invent these things. I've done 500 products. Only one of them I invented. I partner with the, these brilliant people that invent these ideas, but they're sitting on these ideas for 10 years. They never sold anybody, the investors, the product manufacturers, the prototype makers of this or that. There's a whole series of things they could have done to launch their product nine years ago, eight years ago, three years ago, last year. But they didn't because they didn't know how to sell. And this is why we are here to tell people that you need to act now. You act now, you'll learn how to sell. You'll learn how to take that idea that you've been sitting on. Or, you know, I just was thinking when you said, say a guy says, I don't sell. I run a quality a quality assurance department inside Home Shopping Network. 
I turn products down that aren't good enough. Guess what? Some days you may need to sell management on increasing your budget because you got more products. You got to, you want better testing tools. You want better this, you want better that you're selling something. So this is what it's all about is I don't care what, where you are in a corporation, if you're a secretary and you want to become, get up the ladder, you got to sell yourself on getting a better job, a bigger position. So it, it applies to each and every person that's listening to this podcast right now. And the time to do it is now. Act now. I love it. I'm not going to say much on that because I think Kevin really summed it up. I'm actually just going to say, if you've ever wondered if you're in sales, if you ever wondered if sales would help you, just go watch our videos. They're free. And you watch them. You make the decision for yourself. You to see Zig Ziglar, some of the best of Zig Ziglar, some of the best of Kevin Harrington. And we put it all together really easy. So, you know, Kevin Miller, we've got an easy solution for anybody that wants to sell more this year than they did last year, or those that have a product, a purpose, or passion inside of them that they think the world needs, or they want to, you know, sell their their family or their coworkers, their school, their friends. They've got a place now to go and resources that they can take in. We're not charging anything for this free series. So that's my suggestion is just go check it out. You might be shocked how much sales you will do this year that you didn't even think about. I am going to bet that we have had the biggest drop off ever in our podcast listenership during a show because I think people have stopped listening at this point because they're off selling something because that's what I want to do. I love you guys, but I got to go sell some stuff and act now. So uh, thank you guys for what you have done. I'm so honored to be a part and to see this Ziegler legacy and this legacy of sales and influence go big and go broad. Uh, just bless you guys both for doing what you do to bring this to all of us and to me. Hey, Kevin, it's great to be here. Two thumbs up, one for each of you guys, okay? <laughs> All right. Thank, Thank you. Guys. See Appreciate you, you guys. Take care. All right. We'll Well, friends, I hope you are as enthralled with this message as I have been. It's incredibly insightful, motivating, and equipping. Do your life a favor and go to Ziggler.com slash secrets. By just submitting your email address, you'll hear just some meaty, incredible content from Kevin Harrington and part of his story. He'll share even more and you'll get access to never before seen video coverage of Zig Ziglar in his prime. It'll put a smile in your face, a spring in your step and dollars in your bank account and just glory to your life. It really will. Ziggler.com slash secrets. Go there now. Let me fill you in on our next show after a quick thanks to a sponsor of this show. Okay, coming up next in show 538, we talk with Mark Tim on his habits for success. In this show, Mark is incredibly candid and openly shared his struggles in the seven spokes of the Ziegler Wheel of Life, as well as the habits he employs for health. Some highlights. He's learned not to go overboard with his tendency to be extreme with exercise and nutritional strategies, but focus instead on sustainability. He quit watching TV to better guard what went into his mind. He became a millionaire by age 30, then went a million into debt. It took him twice as long to pay back the million as it did to make the million. He talks a good bit about that in this. He learned the hard way that he must lead with humility 
And he went, again, deep into this issue also, really insightful. So till then, folks, thank you for letting us walk with you as we inspire our true performance together 